0: Welcome to Rhythm of Reviews, where we dive into the rest of Rhythm of War, the fourth Stormlight Archive novel. I'm Danielle with the 17th Shard.
1: Hi, I'm Mavin. And I'm Eric. Hey, it's our last episode.
0: Last episode of this. Yes. Quite long running series (laughs) at
2: this stage.
0: Yeah. Like.
2: We've we've been do we've been on video calls a long time doing this I very it. consistently, <laughs> uh, so it,
0: and I finally got a new camera. Yes, Danielle finally yes, has one right. just July in time for the last episode.
2: Uh, yeah, it turns out shipping things uh, was a little tricky in December. You uh, know, Uh but yeah, uh, it, it it you 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 freeze a lot less, so that's nice.
0: Yeah, that's a good <laughs> thing. just in time. <laughs>
2: Great. So what are we talking about today?
0: <laughs> well today we're gonna to be talking about I guess all of the extra plot lines that were going on in Rhythm of War. Yeah. By the way, there will be spoilers, yes. obviously. Oh yeah, massive
3: spoilers. <laughs> big big especially spoiler in this one.
0: <laughs> big yeah, yeah.
3: Spoilers.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about Dalinar and Yasana, Teravangian, maybe little some bit other of, a little bit of interludes, yeah. Lots of fun stuff to go over. Yeah. So, basically, in this, we'll talk about Dalinar going to battle in Imul with basically the full force of Eurythiru, um, except for the people who were left behind, Kaladin and Nabani and <laughs> great the others. Plan. Yeah. Worked out great. <laughs> um, I know, it's kind of obvious in hindsight. Anyways, um, <laughs> Yasna is dealing with her new duties as the queen of Alethkar, and she's also formed a relationship with her wit. And then um, Dalinar, later on, decides to go and try and learn bondsmithing from Ishar, that goes realizing great. <laughs> that yeah. he's a little unhinged. And then... <laughs> Hold little. Yeah. <laughs> is the
2: most sane, Marvin. I don't know what you're talking about. Nail <laughs> is very trustworthy. Ishar's great.
0: Yep. And then lastly, we'll be talking about um, Zeth deciding to kill <laughs> Odium, I guess. <laughs> but then yep. Taravangian uh, decides to take up the shard. You
2: know. I, I'm sure nothing important happens in this one.
0: No. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just little minor <laughs> events.
2: It, it's definitely... You don't... When you, when you first read the book, you're like, where are these interludes with TeraVangian going? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. it's like, oh, that's why we're doing the interludes with TeraVangian. Right, okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> we figured it out. Yes. So, my first question for you guys. What did you think of let's say Dalinar stepping back because he is not in this book very much and definitely Mm -hmm. I can understand people not liking that Dalinar is in the book significantly less
1: so for me it was like perfectly fine like we had so much Dalinar in Oathbringer and so many powerful moments with him that I'd have felt uh, it would have felt weird if we had Gotten as much again this book, like uh, it, it, and we do know that book five will be like a big Delnar book again. So oh,
3: yeah.
1: I don't think there would have been enough to consistently like just produce many interesting moments. Like we know that Delnar did interesting stuff, or, like he did stuff in this book, like he coordinated the entire campaign in Emul, but that wasn't really interesting to see. So I'm perfectly fine with how it turned out. And the scenes that we did get to see were, like, they were really cool to find, uh, I feel. And, like, especially we also got to see him sort of facilitate other characters' awesome moments, like when he, or Kaladin's awesome moments. So that was a nice Mm -hmm. role to see him in. So, like, the, like, the real Bondsmith role and not just this, I don't know, really front and center character.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, It feels like this book was to get all the other characters caught up with Dalinar.
3: Um, (laughs) You know, Dalinar had
0: huge events happen in last book, so if, if nobody else had a chance to get to that kind of level, then he would be overpowered and everybody else would be like, you know, a little underpowered compared to him.
2: <laughs> right, yeah. Like I know I've uh, been chatting with uh, Murphy Napier, who's great. Check out her channel. Uh but she was like, because she didn't know that Brandon ahead of time said that Dalinar would be in the book less. She's just a little mm-hmm. disappointed in that. I'm like, that's fair. Like yeah. we yeah. knew that that would be the case, because you know we're 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 kind of uh, <laughs> like we 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 know what Brandon said and about like the next book and we know book five is going to have more but yeah. so it mm-hmm. was interesting to to hear from people who like knew less about that and be like yeah i wish we we didn't really follow up on a lot of Dalnar stuff which is totally true we like there's oh, so yeah. much stuff in that end of oath Ringer that we we have not followed up on but mm-hmm. i i mean obviously with how this ended we're setting up big down our stuff in the next book.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I do you feel like um at the you know, in part one, I remember Navani saying like something like, or other curiously saying Dalinar is acting like he knows stuff and like but doesn't let it on and things like that. And mm-hmm. that didn't come through too much in his actual chapters now, like because he like he was only starting to figure out his bonds with mm-hmm. abilities. Yeah. So that felt a little weird in hindsight. Huh. But yeah, I'm I mean it was still like fine what we did get to see of him and uh, it was just like I remember that when I was summarizing the chapter says like, wasn't there something about like like I think it's when they comment on there being nine types of use and then I simply knew that or something like that. Mm-hmm. So mm. that was a little weird in hindsight, but
2: Yeah. It's weird, because, like, Dalnar can just talk to the Stormfather, and the Stormfather will have useful <laughs> information to say, generally, uh, when when the Stormfather wishes to reveal it. Uh, yeah, sure. But, like, it, it, it's kind of nice. For for me, uh, I'm definitely deep in Stormlight, and so I have long accepted the fact that some you don't always get the character you want in the next book, and mm-hmm. it's just like, it's more than a single character, so I'm like... Oh, Navani stuff? Uh, wow, done super great. I'm so glad we got all yep. that. And now we have uh, two bondsmiths. So, like, I don't know. I think it's fine. So it it kind of made sense that Words of Radiance, he took a step back. He's taken a step back here. We're going to get some awesome down our stuff in book five, though. Oh, Clearly. Yes. Right? Clearly. Yes
0: we have, <laughs> <laughs> have, have to
2: like we're, we're probably gonna get a lot less Navani. Like we'll probably explore like oh. how the relationship with the sibling went, but like if it if most of the book's just ten days, she's not gonna be where the action is really.
3: I mean, right?
1: she's going to be busy turning the like tower into a spaceship, so she won't.
2: Have <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! No! No! <laughs> get, out. get out! <laughs> no! 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 no.
0: One thing I was a little disappointed with, though, is because most Dalinar's parts are about him wanting to learn more about his bunsmithing abilities. Yeah. And yeah. I really don't feel like he did get a lot of no. growth in that area. Yeah. Like, no. Oh, yeah. He, he, he just like he totally to failed. Binshar, he t- <laughs> spoke with the Stormfather and he really didn't learn anything. So it makes me wonder he, where he's going to be in the next book as far as that goes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he did figure out that one ability where he can like see the connections of people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Which was a really great with scene nail. that like get him on this path. But, oh yeah. yeah nail.
2: That nail scene was incredible. Yeah. Like, like what a great way to start. Where you're like, what's are doing? And then we get that scene. And I'm like, wow, I'm into this. This yeah. is awesome. Get to see some Skybreaker action. Because there's not mm. a lot of Skybreakers. It's like that scene. Oh, that's yeah. about it. Yep. I guess we're gonna get Skybreaker stuff in the next book too, right?
1: I mean, it's Seth book to an extent. Yeah. So, like, and he goes mm-hmm. on his crusade. So there, it just also has to be sky- Skybreaker stuff oh, as stuff going so on cruddle, with like Nail yeah.
2: actually going. Like, what what's Nail's relationship with?
1: <sighs> yeah. Like, apparently, Nail and Yestrian were enemies of some yes, kind yes, yes. in the past. So. Yes. 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 What's so, on there? Like, uh, the
2: way I read that scene was like Nail disagreed with something Yezrian did. And mm. I feel like Yezrian, like, I, I, it felt like it was right before they became Heralds, that Yezrian was like kicking oh, yeah, yeah. Nail. And so like, that's like first desolation humans have invaded Roshar time period. And so, like, there could have been, like, a schism between those two as to what the correct course was for humanity. Mm -hmm. And that, like, we wouldn't know, like, if Yezrian was, like, fighting with the humans. Like, who's fighting where is very unclear. But I can totally see, like, you know what? We're going to do something different, and you're clearly very honorable. And so it would you know be an honor to fight (laughs) alongside you and so it's like that was so cool to see uh man what a great scene that was such a great chapter
0: (laughs) and it kind of came out of the blue too yeah so it was just Mm -hmm. very shocking to see like all of these things being revealed to dalinar
2: (laughs) yeah i was like oh man give me that oh it's so good uh but you know who else is so cool Yasna in in this. Yeah. Yes. Badass Queen of Alethkar. That amazing. certainly was paid <laughs> off from Oathbringer She is very <laughs> badass. Yeah yep. Like, I mean in real realistically, there were really only two scenes. Really? It's just those <laughs> two chapters. But like yep. the chapter with like killing well, deposing Ruthar. Mm-hmm. I mean he did die. They just brought him you back. Did technically <laughs> <die>. <laughs> they did die. It was just like, ah. Oh. Like reading that scene to me, it was so great because it's been so long since we've had Wit insult people, like in Way of Kings. Mm-hmm. And we've never really paid off the fact that if you kill Wit, you lose your title. Like that's yeah. we, we've just always had that. And so we finally get someone trying to do that and completely failing because it's right? Like, obviously that would be the case, but oh, I, l- I just really liked those minor world elements coming up later. Mm-hmm. So that gives me oh, yeah. a lot of hope that in book five, like we might learn some Shattered plane stuff, just like some stuff that we've had for a long time and it's actually paid off in a fun way. Yeah.
1: And yes, then and that's interesting, like going Hasha with Hasha. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, firing him on and like uh, really letting him lose and it's like i feel like it was really in character for her that in that moment because she she obviously has like there's something in her past that like touches on mrm and probably like uh, some experience with um, men in general probably some like she she is sick of men treating her like just another woman and like uh, so that really felt like okay that was that was really personal for her that Mm -hmm. she let with just like destroy ruther there so
0: i i felt a little uncomfortable reading it because when she was saying like harsher harsher and stuff it was it felt a little like kind of cringy to me like i was like oh boy what is she doing but then using wit as a weapon against (laughs) the queen's wit yeah right exactly i mean it it fit at the end and it worked out really well like him dying and then relis as his successor. like that worked out really well but as i was reading it i was like oh what is she (laughs) (laughs) do we
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But she she knew exactly what she was doing. Uh, as, yeah. yeah, very calculated. Yeah. So calculated. Just like Oh, I Dalnar, I thought she told you about this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Delar <laughs> she she clearly would have done it anyway, don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, but uh I just love Witt's insults about like
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh talking with his sons and and then Yasna's just like You've insulted me because you're implying that a queen should not care about her army. Mm -hmm. It's just, oh, it's so good. I love that scene. (laughs) It's so cool. I don't know. Is there there anything else that we want to talk about about that scene? I don't know.
0: Well, it has one of the worst insults in Stormlight.
2: Oh, which one?
0: (laughs) I wrote it down in my notes. Excellent. (laughs) It was you storming personification of a cancerous anal discharge <laughs>
2: nice nice it was <laughs> i like
0: That's it
2: pretty i like harsh. it i like it i like it yep i mean it seems good i i like that we're just killing off the other high princes that are like we're 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 not going to be dealing with these idiots in book five mm-hmm. <laughs> we we got other stuff to do
1: and
0: like a very likely way
1: of dealing with it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It is a very lengthy way of dealing with it, but it's also like the discussion beforehand between Jasna and Delena about like how she's trying to reform their system and she mm-hmm. thinks she might be the last queen of Alathka. It's mm-hmm. sort of ironic that she mm-hmm. then like re- uses her very own system, like that mo- monarchy and like her power to then get rid of the high prince. So yeah, it's like she definitely like she wants to change the system I feel but she's also like perfectly willing to just use it while it's there and like use yeah. it to her own ends so very yes not like
2: oh yeah in that scene I just love like Hoid he's like getting out the sword I'm like whoa is there gonna be something happening with sword <laughs> no no nothing's ca- no. happening with the sword that we know of but just seeing him like oh, yeah, sure, I'll I'll take out the sword.
3: <laughs> Trauma mm. combat
2: accepted. So, and, like, he's he's not in any danger whatsoever. Uh, like, right. if Yasna is not a danger to him, then, like, what's this Ruthar idiot gonna do? Nothing. But <laughs> it's still like, oh, man. Why don't we just talk about the other main Yasna chapter? Uh, <laughs> of her <laughs> kicking ass in <laughs> Emil. Oh, so cool.
1: God, I love that
2: so scene. So
0: cool. Just I I just I loved how I said it before, how cinematic it was. It was so clear in my mind as I was reading it. I almost forgot that I was reading, it. I was just watching it happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I feel like she channeled a little bit of her inner Delena there, just yep. going completely letting completely loose on these on the singers and just destroying them. Yep. And like, with, like how she talks about, like, she doesn't even want to use her powers right now. She wants to feel the raw battle, and it's like, ah, so cool. I, I,
2: what a great writer that Brandon can have someone using Living Plate in point of view! <laughs> and it still feel really awesome that Kaladin got his. Like, mm-hmm. maybe it's a little contrived that he hasn't been like, yeah, I don't want to use my powers. We, we got to have Kaladin have his big moment. But she, she does realize it, it made sense that she would want to do that because she's never gotten to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, as a woman, uh, and like combat. Yeah. Well, how how awesome well, was that?
0: We <laughs> wouldn't be thinking about that this early in the book on a first read. That's more of like a foreshadowing that you f- figure out later on, I think.
2: Oh sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. As far
0: as the living plate yeah. goes.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, we figured that. Like obviously, people get plate, uh, mm-hmm. but it, it's just it, it's. I imagine it's a very careful balance for Brandon because mm-hmm. Yasna is ridiculously OP and knows a lot, so Yasna chapters. Are pretty dicey to put in the book because, it's like, oh, what's what's going on with this? You know, mm-hmm. stuff, stuff like that.
1: And like, like when she does solve, like you can already see that she's really advanced in her application of the magic. And like when she does cast, she's not like she used to back in the past. But now she simply imposes her will on whatever she's and It's just like, be what I want. And like, it's, yeah, it's mm-hmm. just awesome i am
2: Mm. excited to actually like no soul casting stuff that that has been a long time that we we really haven't gotten expert soul casting because shallan like Mm. never uses it (laughs) just like never (laughs) like i I would like some of that please
1: Yeah, what I also really like about the scene was the commentary from Ivory. <laughs> I was like, oh, the queen doesn't have to use her abilities. No, she can't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ivory is pretty great. I, I, I've definitely yeah. warmed up to Ivory. Uh, I still find the Inkspren, like, construction of language just a bit jarring to me. But, like, it, it's mm-hmm. very distinctive. So, I mean, y- you know it's an Inkspren pretty easily. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Uh, what? What? it? Maybe this is skipping ahead a little bit, but like in that that chapter, like Yasna goes to talk with Wit, and uh they they learn a bit about the Ghost Bloods, and Hoid's like, Let me tell you about Thinakar, scene break. Ugh. It's just like the <laughs> Recreance thing in book three, where they're like, I will tell you about the Recreants, Moash. Scene break. It's like, well, mm-hmm. we better freaking get some answers in this book, or I'm gonna be pissed. We did. But what did you guys think of Hoyd and Yasna? What are your feels? <laughs> this is contentious.
0: I mm. feel. I'm trying to remember what my reaction was when I was reading the scene. So uh, may-
2: maybe I'll, I'll I'll set the stage for listeners. There there are definitely a lot of people. uh especially in the the tumblr side of the fandom but we we, we, we see it in 17 chart a bunch who uh just had ken and uh yasna as being into women not men uh mm. and so uh people were just uh, a little shocked that she would like be romantically involved with a man um granted she is ace Uh, I know Shannon felt like in the later scene with, uh, Yasna and Hoyd together. Shannon feels that Brandon really nail being ace, uh, in her POV, super great. Uh, but anyway, so that, that's, that's kind of the thing that, uh, people have issue with because like there's lines where Yasna's like, you'd let a man have power over you, like in words of radiance, uh, Mm -hmm. Things like that that's like,
1: yeah, yeah, it, there's definitely some uh-huh. stuff there, yeah, so i I had Canada probably like at at least bisexual, if mm-hmm. you can say that, like mm-hmm. uh, she'd definitely be into women, like that brandon has now confirmed to be at least, uh hetero it's like mm-hmm. okay, good to know it still like doesn't as a feel that right to me, mm-hmm. I guess, but I can sort of like at least um she doesn't seem like, I feel like she's more uh, attracted to, I don't know, uh, like she's attracted to Wit because he's such a mystery to her. And um, it's like, like they can have conversations and they can like, are uh, not necessarily on equal footing what like their experiences are because uh, are concerned because Wit obviously has a lot more experiences, but like, they can talk to each other on an intellectual level. And so that's what's stimulating her and her and that relationship. So I do like that aspect of it, that with sort of forces sexuality on her, like that that it does read a little bit like that in that, in that scene.
0: It does feel off
1: to me as well.
0: Uh, I I don't don't necessarily feel like it's off, but I think Hoyd. Probably being just a hetero man, maybe wasn't familiar with how to how to deal with Yasna or what Mm -hmm. she might like. So he's trying these things to be romantic, how he would normally do it. And she's not responding because it's just not something that she's particularly interested in. But she's more interested in his mind and his conversation.
2: I think Shannon was saying in Discord that's like, how does Hoyt, after living for thousands of years, not know what an asexual person is? It's like that's mm-hmm. fair. Um yeah.
0: I mean, I mean, he and might I- know. He m- might know, but he might not just have ever been in a relationship with someone sure. who felt that way. So, and I mean, he's got to learn something new sometime.
1: Yeah, like, and like I mean, an aspect of it simply is just that. Also, Brandon. Like it's his first experience writing mm. an ace person, so he did. Like it clearly shows that he does still have to learn something. I feel mm. so. Maybe like he, he like we talked about last episode that he still is waiting to write the, um, a homosexual uh, main character and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. maybe like he felt confident enough right now to write an ace person, but maybe he should have waited. A Little longer, maybe he'd have been able to put it off better, but I mean, he can still improve on it later on, so um, yeah, yeah, I feel that plays into it. Like, it's not just in like inward, you could probably explain that Hoyt was ignorant of it, but that does feel a little lame with it's him being weird. alive yeah. for so long, yeah. So, uh, it's probably just like, oh, it definitely is an out of world reason that it felt so,
3: yeah, awkward.
2: And my understanding. Is that there are ace people who will have sex, and it's, it's just mm-hmm. like not what they're into, but like it, it's fine. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. But and there are others that are uncomfortable uh, doing that. So, like, I mean, I I, I, I don't know what it's like, but uh, that th- th- mm-hmm. that seems to be from from what I've heard how how things go. That I don't know it it in some sense. If you love your partner, then it's, and it's like, I'm not really getting a lot out of this, but like it brings joy that you're yeah. you're having fun. And then, yeah, know, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but it also would totally make sense if uh someone was not into that. Uh, <laughs> but I like it, Realistically, I could only see Yasna with two people like I thought of this after the book came out. <laughs> And it's Hoid or Chris. Like let's let's be honest. Yep, like yep. <laughs> these are the only people yeah. who are can like really have a deep intellectual conversation with her. Mm-hmm. Uh and she would probably love uh the amount of information and I imagine Hoyd likes being surprised by Yasna because Yasna also knows a lot and yep. like Super Cosmere Power Couples does sound pretty <laughs> cool. Oh, uh, yeah. but we just didn't get yeah. Chris in in stormlight, so, right yeah,
1: if we wanted to stay <laughs> on Rosha, I guess I could have seen her with like another versatile but it'sati
2: Ver I think, yeah, um,
1: the- those people, <laughs> those like, people. of them, maybe I could have like if we wanted to stay on Rosha, but yeah, I agree that if we had anybody to choose from those two I'd, like I like the relationship itself, like it does feel like they do feel right for each other in a way. Like with Jasnah, but the execution wasn't necessarily as well as I'd have liked it. Sure.
0: I I do appreciate that he's adding in a lot of inclusivity into the books and everything. I did feel a little bit of like tokenism here, just like, Mm everybody had a lot of expectations for her and it might not have been his, I don't think it was his original plan for Yasna, but he kind of, I don't want to say that he felt pressured or anything, but um, it ended up happening in, in the way that fans were wanting. So
1: I think we're in that annotation um, that Bren wrote after the like, Yeah, it was, like, yeah, it
2: was mm-hmm. like chapter 17, I think yeah something like that
1: so um he did talk in that about how he originally had her planned as bisexual i think and like but he still had her uh had her in a hetero relationship and like he didn't want to do that or like at least he thought about making Mm. her bisexual Mm. and like he didn't because he still had her with a man so that didn't feel right to him so he decided on this cause um instead and I mean, I can totally understand because, like, bisexual people would probably have felt like, uh, "Why do all the bi people end up with men? Like, the bi women like, end up with men anyway." Like, with wrong? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I could. I feel like that's like, I don't think he had her planned as heterosexual at any time. Mm. Like, that doesn't just doesn't feel right for the character to me. But mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, You don't know Prince so.
0: Yeah, especially after seeing her interaction with other men.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All all of this has made me realize that uh, when I'm writing books, uh, maybe don't have characters with uh, totally ambiguous uh, orientations. Maybe just decide that straight <laughs> up and make that yeah, very clear yeah, from book yeah. one. Then then you don't have any problems. <laughs> uh, and just like if 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 people can. If you don't need to code like, give people like vague hints about people being queer, and you can just like straight up say that up front, and like that it, one that's okay in society, that'll be great. Because then, mm-hmm. like, the the whole reason why people need to read clues into, like, are they queer? Is well, is because yeah. it's not been socially acceptable, and like we're, we're just starting to get like society. On point with that, without like people going <laughs> crazy, right? So, like that'll that'll be nice if we we can get to a point like that and just it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. this, this this person's gay. That's what it is. I'm just like, great, cool, got it. But I don't know. Yeah, it's it's like to me, it makes sense that Hoyt and Yasna could have a relationship like that. That mm-hmm. really does feel plausible to me. Uh, mm-hmm. just like intellectually and totally makes sense yasna would be into the intelligence it's like i forget the term was it sapiosexual
1: S- yeah
0: i think sapiosexual just, <laughs> yeah, yeah like
2: yeah uh, like that's it's i, like I definitely colleagues
0: with benefits <laughs> yeah
2: well i mean they're 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 definitely uh together uh mm-hmm. clearly um well,
1: Something that I actually find interesting is that Hoyt apparently is like interested in a relationship still after mm-hmm. like yeah. there often is the drop that like immortal people simply like they don't want to go through right. relationships anymore because for one they don't uh, want to feel that loss again, probably when they lose the mortal person again. So it is interesting that Hoyt is still up for it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, interest in a relationship, uh, yeah, that's just interesting to see.
0: Well, like that, even the these, heart even feels what future. it feels. He might not have yeah. been intentionally looking for it, but he found himself enraptured with Yasna, mm-hmm. like all of us. <laughs> yeah,
2: and and like if you've been alive for ten thousand years, Yasna is a special and unique <laughs> person, and uh, yeah. uh, I'd be really like. She's awesome. What can I say? Yeah. Like, yep. yeah, I'll I mean, maybe have to deal <laughs> with that, but uh, I'm not going to meet other people like this one. It's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're you're totally
3: right. I
1: think it's but. sweet. And the made me realized it would be really neat if Jasnah was just hanging out in the, like, Skedrian cognitive realm and, like, in Era 2. Yeah, <laughs> And Toy just goes to visit her from time to time. That's totally <laughs> possible <laughs> uh, if
2: if they figure out in the next book how to get Radiance off World or something. Yeah. Shalom could be anywhere. One more thing I wanted to say, uh, my my, my lovely fiance over here. Uh she <laughs> did not quite understand why it was necessary for Hoyt and Yasna to be in a relationship. Like, because clearly Brandon feels it is correct that they are in a relationship, but she's like, they why 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 do they need to be in like a romantic relationship? They could just like be super powerful colleagues and friends and like i I don't know that that was her argument like you you could have just had it in such a way that they they are close colleagues and not be Mm -hmm. in a romantic relationship Mm -hmm. per se right so well uh, that actually
0: makes me wonder if maybe like later on down the road this relationship is going to be important in some kind of plot driven way
2: yeah, that that's what I told her. Like, I mean, I guess Brandon has plans for it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, like right now, yeah, that uh it doesn't seem necessary, but yeah, it might it might be necessary later. And he could
0: like, feel like he needs to establish it a little early on and then yeah. later on something big happens.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. But I do think it's probably a good idea that we don't just have every bisexual character be in a straight relationship. Uh, That's 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 yeah. Like, like most, most of the girls I've been with uh, have been bisexual just as it happens. Uh, And so like, that's totally fine. Um, But you know, people kind of want some representation, you know, (laughs) and not just be like, ah, yes, I'm, I have representation, but they're all straight anyway. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's... that's Yep. Makes sense.
1: I have another point about uh-huh. that scene in general. not related to the relationship. It's, uh, mm-hmm. like, Heidekar name drop there. Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it at all. Like, in hindsight, it just felt like the uh, ghost blood reveal and, the, uh, like, the hidden pen, hortling. That was really nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. But... Hoy telling her about Tideka and that having basically no bearing on the story later on. Like, we know that Yasna knows it now, I guess, but she could have, all, could, could have also learned it from Shalan later on.
3: So, mm-hmm. it felt a little unnecessary, I guess. To me, at least. Mm-hmm. I would
2: disagree, because, I mean... It's tricky, right? Because the car reveal that we get with Shallan at the end of her last scene, if you're into the Cosmere, that is a big reveal. Like, that, that is really cool. So, like, I like foreshadowing it in that way, but, like, maybe uh, if people are a Stormlight-only reader, then it does feel a little weird. But I, I suppose... I, I think you do need... you You can't just have... Shallan just immediately having been told stuff about Car in her last scene without kind of foreshadowing that Hoy definitely does know about this. And we could probably have like assumed, yeah, Hoy knows a lot of stuff. Yeah. I know, but like we're we're specifically saying this character definitely does know things, and then it is paid off because then we as the reader get to know more things because he tells Shalon about that, and that means Yasna, Hoid, and Shalon are all on the same page for us to fight Ghostbloods in Book Five. I hope. I mean, maybe I don't know. So, ah, uh, I. I think there is a narrative purpose to it, but maybe if people are more a Stormlight only reader, then it
0: would have just felt weird
2: if we just like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. Hoy, Hoy oh, told yeah. me all about Vinakar, yeah. whereas this is like, yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't have any particular preference about this name drop, but it, I did write in my notes about how it made me start thinking, oh, they didn't originate on Roshar and... That's kind of in the back of my mind as yep. we're going through the story. Yup. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't make I a mention of it. So.
1: I agree that it definitely helped, like, foreshadow it. I I don't know. It's just the execution, I guess, is what I had an issue with. Like,
2: the execution like, of just side of car scene break uh, type yeah, thing?
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I that, mean... Like,
0: it's a classic <laughs> technique for writers to leave these little things. It's That's why they're called page turners. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, but the problem is we didn't really get that particular scene like fulfilled at any moment. Like yeah. We then yeah. learned it through Sh- for Sh- or Shalan learns it for us. And so that was, what, like, actually when I read that, I furiously flipped forward just looking for the Yesner chapter icon, whether it. Does get right? Yeah, you, you
2: do. You do have to wait quite a while. The the problem yeah. with like using that technique at times, like in a thriller, you can do that because like short chapters, mm-hmm. there's like mm-hmm. kind of a, a hook for the next chapter. You can read the entire book in a sitting. Rhythm of war is massive. Like few people yeah. are yeah. going to read that entire book that way, so it's hard to like keep that in readers' brains for so long. In a sense, mm-hmm. right? Uh. Like, I know my mom, she read Rhythm of War pretty, very slowly. Um, And so she had lots of questions for me uh, at the Mm -hmm. end of it. Um, I mean, Marvin, look, I have long said (laughs) I have never liked in Way of Kings how uh, the reveal about, whoa, the Voidbringers are the Parsh people, where we're like, where (laughs) Yasna says it, we get a scene break, and then... We get another scene. Then we come back and Shalon's like, you're right, Yasna. You're yeah. totally right. And it's like, wow, um, would have liked a little bit more there rather than just like, hope you guys caught the foreshadowing. Let's scene break. Skip the explanation and just be like, yeah, you're totally right, Yasna. So I don't know. i I'm, I'm not going to fault you for another sort of reveal <laughs> like that not quite working so well. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. that that's that's kind of the issue with Yasna. It'll be nice if she's like a main main character, back half, which oh, yeah. like like the back half's kaladin or something, I don't know. Mm. Uh, where we like get to learn stuff and we don't need to hold back all the time <laughs> with, with what Yasna knows. Yeah. Right?
1: No, I can't imagine like Hoyt is on schedule for Era 2 stuff, mm. and so Yasna has to take his job on Rosha and just drop all these weird loss things yeah. the people yeah. of Russia yeah. which, that you all learn from with
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 fun, but yeah it, it'll be easier when yasna's a main character because then we don't yeah. need to have awkward scene breaks to save for the right reveal later you know yeah maybe we should talk about dalnar some more because we've just like, <laughs> like let's talk about yasna
0: um, <laughs> i know and she only has two chapters
2: I've it a little bit. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, like we, we do see her later. And like the the has oh, yeah, no relationship. We, we did need to dig into that. What did we think about the Dalinar's whole? Uh, well, I guess there's two things. There's Dalinar doing connectiony things, right? <laughs> like he connects with Kaladin at the end of part three and mm. right before he swears the fourth ideal. Those are the two times he does that. What do you guys think of that?
1: Are awesome. <laughs> they were just... awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it, it was cool using his bondsmithy powers to do that, yeah. and the Stormfather is pissed. And I love how Dalinar, like accepted <laughs> Calvin's oath, right?
0: Yeah, that was yeah. really nice.
2: Okay, so we didn't have much to talk about there. All right. I don't really uh, have
0: much to say. I yeah. mean, it was cool, yeah. but
2: <laughs> But what what about subplot of going to Ishar? How about that? Why, why don't we talk about that?
0: I did not like Ishar one single bit. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't want to read about him. He's disgusting and gross. <laughs> so like is
1: my favorite and least favorite theme- scenes for these particular uh, characters, I wrote know the ch- scene where Isha just like, casually offers to take over the bond with the Stormfather. That was yeah. like, oh my God, that's so like fascinating what a bondsmith apparently can just do if he's at his height and like unchained. And that was awesome to me. They're ridiculously overpowered. Yeah. Holy yeah. crap. <laughs> and then... Immediately afterward, the scene with the, like, spread in the physical realm that was just, oh my god, that's yeah. so you'd, abominable.
3: You'd, ah.
2: And, like, we, we haven't really talked about Zeth very much, because he's not doing very much in this entire book, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he, like, I love that Zeth was there in getting to use Nightblood to, like, sever that connection there, mm-hmm. and also... Putting a dent in the... Uh, or, like, a little break in the yeah, honor blade. Yeah. And it's like, wow, yeah. Nightblood's overpowered. And then you don't even know. <laughs> Nightblood's yeah. really overpowered. Like, that that was awesome. Because, yeah. like, that wouldn't... I mean, that would definitely happen in, like, a... Uh, to a shard blade, even. And the honor blades are, like... Mm-hmm. Like, ridiculous. So, <laughs> the fact that Nightblood could do that is insane.
0: And just... I feel like when Dalinar went to meet with Ishar, it, it was like, what did he really think he was going to learn from him? Like, how would he even approach that? <laughs> I mean, just walk up to him and say, hey, teach me. Like, it just didn't, person in book didn't three. make any sense to me.
2: He, he was incredibly <laughs> reasonable in book three, uh, where Tezum sent a letter uh, and was very stable. Very, very stable. <laughs> So yeah.
0: I I just I just don't understand. Like I actually feel like that whole part I just didn't like. I I don't know. Maybe I can even say I don't know why it was in this book. Hmm. I guess so, just to set up for next book. Yes, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. I, I can understand why you don't like it, and I agree that it it pretty much just was set up for for one Dana or Seth going to Shunova and take probably like. Doing something with Isha so then I can mm-hmm. learn from, from him, however, that might work out in 10 days. I don't know,
0: <laughs> yeah. I know, like he went to learn and- his bondsmith thing and didn't learn anything, and now there's yeah. 10 days before he has to do this whole challenge, yeah. And I
1: guess. Uh- the spread in the physical realm also was important set up that for something I don't know, don't know what you
0: get like horror book like horror story yeah. level mm-hmm. imagery for me and I cringed reading that whole yeah. part I really mm, did not like that
2: <laughs> uh, I agree it was very horrifying and I love it <laughs> it was great
3: <laughs> uh,
2: I, I like with that, that whole issue why is it in this book a I guess, to give down or something to do. Uh, <laughs> True. But B, I don't know if this is a problem with Stormlight, but I can understand if someone felt it was an issue in that Brandon knows what he wants to do in the next book generally, mm-hmm. right? And so he's like, all right, the next book's 10 days, so we got stuff to do here. And mm-hmm. so yeah. like maybe in retrospect, it will all feel good, as in like the the first five together. But like r- you're reading this book, it's like oh, this side quest. A- it's a little weird because it doesn't have a lot to do with the other stuff. And like it's epic fantasy, you can have a wide scope. But uh, I I think people could have an issue with Stormlight in general in that Morando knows his plot beats and so he is going to not have the characters breathe as much as maybe they could or should because he's like mm-hmm. no I don't want to bloat the series there's enough to do right like we're yeah. we're going to uh like you could have gotten more Shalon in this book but he's just like no this this is sufficient sh- Shalon the book's okay. long enough this is enough Dalinar <laughs> uh and we got we gotta set things up for the next book because we got tons to do there and Mm -hmm. like he because he's pull i I wouldn't say that he's plot centric but he he has a very specific plot in mind right Mm -hmm. yeah and so he's not gonna like add an additional book of characters exploring things more in depth right like i don't know does that make sense what i'm saying
1: yeah yeah, yeah. He's like, so He does want to finish it in five books. And, he does. and
0: we don't know he what just, the end result is. Yeah, so right.
1: So he's
2: like... We
0: don't see his brain working on this plot. <laughs>
2: like, could <Yeah>. you <laughs> explore Amram more in Oathbringer? I mean, like, I, I, I probably would have liked that. Uh, could we have mm-hmm. explored several things more? And it's just like, we have big ending, and then we're gonna be done with this book. And then we're gonna have yeah. a year jump, and then we're gonna do other things. And so as as a whole, it's like, well, I mean, wish we could have gotten more uh Kaladin and Shallan interaction or something like that, right? Yeah. Or like specific character moments. So I, I can understand if people read Stormlight and they're like, yeah, I wish there was more of this. And it's like, that's true. But then I'm like, the books are pretty it's not long. Like
0: I'm criticizing yeah, it for yeah. being like poorly written or anything. I guess maybe I either would have wanted a lot a little bit more of the ishar subplot um and maybe taken some away from maybe like navani or something Mm. a little bit just to make it feel a little bit more in ratio to each other because this is just so such a small little scene or part dalinar going to visit him Mm -hmm. I, i don't know i just feel like maybe the ratio is off for me just a little bit
3: and
1: I like like you said, Eric, that these books already are pretty long. They're, they're long. Like,
3: yes. <laughs> like, well, oh, yeah. like
1: whenever I think about like, could you make them shorter? And I don't get, at least like because we talked about how they become even tighter as they go yeah. on, like tight, more tightly plotted. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't come up with anything that you can cut only with stuff that you can add on. Cut so. Eight, eight there you were there were some that. people
2: in the comments so it's like i don't know what people don't like aiden i'm like look i just think another scene could have done more okay that's yeah. all i'm saying like it's it's not that it's a bad look into a different viewpoint i just wish we had a different viewpoint that did way more mm-hmm.
1: yeah so like i only came up with stuff that you could add on and then it does come sort of like Brandon does sort of limit himself by saying, "Okay, I want to do this in this ten yeah. book structure and mm-hmm. want to finish the first half in five books." So <laughs> first half five books, obviously, but yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a problem with the series, maybe that he like imposes the structure on, on himself, but it's mostly fine to me. Like we we don't lose anything. Or we do lose some stuff, but we all at least get a lot of other stuff in return. I guess I,
2: I'm a plot guy, so like, I don't need like a ton of characters. Just like, I I don't need chapters and chapters of characters interacting to really develop the relationship. Like, I I really like a focused main plot, so I really mm. like it. But I can understand people being like, mm, like that. like Way of Kings. Kaladin got tons of time to breathe, right? And we got to yeah. learn all these people. Shallan got to breathe too. And so as the plot is getting more in the forefront, right? Like uh, I can understand someone being like, I wish we got more time like we did in Way of Kingness mm-hmm. to explore the characters. But um, Daniel, did you think it was an issue that like it was happening in part five and those like distracting from the Urothiru stuff?
0: Um, Was that
2: part of the issue?
0: No, because it was good to have a little bit of breakup in that big, like, part that is basically one giant scene. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know, I felt like it was a little tangent that wasn't related to everything else. Of course, it will be, obviously. It's not like Mm -hmm. it's unimportant. It's going to be extremely important. It's just I don't know, that was just my Look, little tiny complaint. <laughs>
2: you you saying it is a a bit of a weird tangent. I mean, yeah, you're right, you're not wrong. It, like <laughs> it, it like that's the thing it it is a tangent, and like i I thought it was cool, but that doesn't make it not a tangent, right? like it is mm-hmm. is it's kind right. of a yep. weird tangent and stuff. so I'm yep. you're right.
1: Yeah, something I did like about the like f- spreading the physical realm scene was that it sort of at least answered a question I had from earlier in the book, like, what were the Tu'kari doing? Yes, yes, J's we did mass, need that. So yes, exactly. That at least was nice mm-hmm. to get some resolutions with that and yes. not have to wait forever to get an answer. So so that, that was actually mm-hmm. important to do in this book because yeah,
2: it'd be like, yeah. exactly. what the crap was going on with the Tu'kari, right? Like that, that, right. yeah. I, I liked how subtly he did that without needing to like say, this is what the Tukari were doing in Jadesmar, yeah, right? Yeah. Like you, you yeah. can fit it together yeah, with like
0: you infer it from the yeah. information.
2: And it's an easy inference, I think.
0: hmm
1: Now we all have the characters to tell each other about their discoveries. Yeah.
2: And and like we needed yeah. we we needed the scene with the hoardling with yasna and wit mm-hmm. to, to kind of be like oh that's how the ghostbloods knew about the other thing uh, in shallan's yeah. plotline so like in that sense how things link together actually very clever <laughs> in, in yeah. certain ways yeah. and how like we get dalinar still relevant in kaladin's stuff with the storm like oh sweet but mm-hmm. dalinar's side quest to ashar yeah it didn't go great <laughs> <laughs> And, oh, you know what line I love, though, in that Ishar stuff? When, like, Ishar's fighting, like, the five Radiants just something. A bunch of the Radiants. And Dalnar's like, how, how good is Ishar? And he's like, ah, he's middle of the pack. He kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. uh, not not, not and suck, who's the best? Taln. No questions. <laughs> yeah. Taln. I was like, oh, man. Like, what this does do, and I, I don't think we're going to get a lot of this in book five. Oh no, no! But it sets up the Heralds being awesome for Herald yes. stuff. And I don't know about you, I've been looking for a long time. Heralds being truly Heraldy, full power. They're going to yeah. be so awesome.
3: <laughs> yep. <And> Especially time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah.
2: I, I wonder, like, Ishar, like, he almost had like... Like, Atium shadows, right? Like, it's kind of interesting there. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if that's just a Bondsmith thing, or... Well,
0: I, I, it kind of reminded me of, like, the connection thing that... Don oh, yeah, added, oh, like yeah a little version of it. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I, I think that's kind of how Atium works. Like, it's u- using mm-hmm. those connections. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of romantically probably what's going on. So, yeah, totally agree. So It's just, oh, man, the Heralds are going to be terrifying. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! Yep.
0: <laughs> if they don't keep dying off,
1: <laughs> um, we'll see them in the desolation, sadly, or first desolation stuff, probably. So yeah,
2: I don't think town's gonna die. I I, I could like oh. uh, on that note, like, could Kalak die in book five? I think that's 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 totally plausible. I can, I can def he, he's expendable. Um, let's, let's be honest. Um, but like, I don't think Ishar would die book five. And I don't think town would die. And I don't think Ash would either. Like th- there's clearly stuff going mm. on with town and Ash. Like ever since that words of radiance interlude with town. Oh man. I want to see town full power. What is going on yeah. with that? That's going to be so cool. Um, <laughs> I mean maybe a shark could die, but and we yeah, could like see him in the I, flashbacks, but
1: And I also could see Nail dying with like, I don't know, Seth, uh, Seth maybe reaching fifth those and like becoming little sure. and saying what you do is not righteous and like mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, that'd be like cool. That, so. That'd
2: be cool. Uh if Grace is wrong and Zeth is not Odium's champion or something like that. <laughs> that w- that would be a cool way to have Zeth have a climactic duel, right? Yeah, because uh, we we need Kaladin to have his climactic duel with Moash, right? And so, like, if Zeth isn't champion, I think that's really good. Um, yeah. And then, like, we learn that Ishar was the one Odium first tempted to mess mm-hmm. with the surges. Oh my god! Oh, Ishar, you screwed everything up so many times. What are you doing? Like, like, basically. it's, it's like everything's the fault. Like he was tempted by Odium is like, well, that didn't work out great. Um, and then like they, they have this plan about the oath pact. Don't quite know how, I mean, it's a binder of gods, right? So like, what does that mean? in that, um, but the oath pact didn't really work great. Let's be honest. Not a great plan. Uh, and now he's totally insane. And, uh, so everything's Ashar's fault, basically. Yes.
0: Um, I am okay yeah. with saying that. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, I, I just don't know how we're going to go to Shinnevar and like, like, it's not going to work to save Ashar. Like, he's totally lost. Like, what are you possibly going to do? Like, if yeah. Dalnar couldn't do it, do you think Calvin's going to do better? I mean, like, I mean, I guess he has some therapy skills now, but like, come on. <laughs>
0: He into like. therapy. <laughs> 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 you and
3: Zeth,
2: you guys need to sit down in our group about like Talk what could out. possibly go wrong with this. <laughs> um. Then we have the scene where uh, Odium and Dalnar meet. Uh, and it's like one of the last times we see race a Pyrace. race. Yep.
3: Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, it's kind of terrifying. Dalnar potentially becoming a fused for all the the rest of the Cosmere, so that's not great.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. <laughs> but I, I don't... It, it, I don't know if uh, th- there's a lot to... I mean, there is a lot to pick at, but, like, we'd really have to go line by line on each of the terms oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if we... That, that's maybe a main Shardcast, but... That's... Yep.
0: But, Definitely.
2: But there was a line that... Uh, maybe that's, like, later, when Dalnar's talking, like, right at the end, where he's, like... Yeah, so it's happening in 10 days. I think the enemy might, like, make big pushes to, like, seize yeah. what he, he can. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I do want more wide-scale battles like that Yasna scene and, like, the Battle of Thalen Field because we really didn't get that in this book. So yeah. I would really like that ramped up and be really awesome. Mm-hmm. So I, oh. I guess there will be. So what so, uh, do you do, do want to talk about Teravangian? What, what he's been doing?
0: Oh, I think little good Taravangian. Good
2: <laughs> what? Uh, let's talk about before the big thing that happens at the end. What did what, <laughs> you guys think of Teravangian's interludes?
0: I actually really liked them. I didn't like Teravangian before this book, and I actually found myself... Actually liking him as a character and like actually having an opinion about him as a character. <laughs> oh, really? I love dumb Taravangian. Ter- <laughs> <laughs> he's a gr- he's a great character, and I absolutely loathe smart Taravangian. And so does dumb Taravangian. So yeah, I I, I, just, I don't know. It was just I really liked him in this book.
1: Yeah. So I think these might actually be my favorite throughline sort of interlude really good yeah so because I know it just really portrays Tereventian really well and like when in his first interview he's like oh he destroys the diagram and like he doesn't want to or like he says he doesn't want to plot anymore and like settle mm-hmm. down but then he's Tereventian so of course he has to plot and like uh, immediately comes up like oh with plans and stuff like that and yeah I I just really liked them, and especially like the when he was um, really emotional. I felt mm-hmm. like that also was really powerfully written or like mm-hmm. well written. That like you we we got to see him on a lot of more intelligent days and mm-hmm. see him on a really bad day where he mm-hmm. was like really emph- um, empathetic and stuff like that. Just like, like weeping, was really things. nice. Yeah, that was really nice to see. <laughs> like not nice, but like interesting to see.
3: Oh, it was
1: uh, very interesting. Especially,
2: yeah. it's it's interesting how much I also liked them because he's mostly sitting around, not doing very much, right? <laughs> like, so that that's that's pretty good on Brandon's part. That's like, so I'm in a room and I'm locked up, <laughs> and that's all the through line. So there's, there's like no motion after that first betrayal. Uh. And things. But one aspect I really liked was how Terravangian and Zeth interplayed. Mm-hmm. Like, because Zeth just goes ballistic when there's the Oath Stone. And I'm like, that totally makes sense. And Zeth's like, no, you're not going to manipulate me anymore. Like, that's a great moment for Zeth yep. uh, versus Terravangian that we haven't gotten since his revival. <laughs> so, like, that's actually really good to see. Though Zeph, you know, it doesn't exactly turn out great, Zeph, because, like, if you just didn't do that, then you know, it kind yep. of caused a bigger problem. But, like, it makes sense that Zeph did that, right? Like, he doesn't, he really does not want to be manipulated by Taravangian. And yep. It's like, what is this, O stone? Are you just doing this to troll me? And I'm like, no. Oh. Like, very believable about Zeth. So, like, that, mm-hmm. this book had a good amount of Zeth where I'm not bored by Zeth. Not that I'm <laughs> ever bored by Zeth, but talking to David, he convinces me that I like Zeth less than I do. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, I, I loved it. I loved it. I thought, mm-hmm. I thought it was really interesting. It was just interesting to see the subtle hints of getting Nightblood into place as to what yeah. Teravangy yeah. was doing. And how, yeah. like, that was very cleverly done. And then you get uh, emotional Teravangian and smart Teravangian <laughs> mm-hmm. all in one package, Danielle. Aren't <laughs> mm-hmm. you excited? Yep. Very. <laughs> what could go wrong? He's going to save the Cosmere. He'll save all of them. Nothing could go well, wrong. That's,
0: that's one thing that confuses me, too. So renarin shows up and Mm -hmm. renarin and and teravangian are talking why doesn't smart teravangian use renarin's like blank slate to manipulate saving the world i feel like he's completely ignoring the fact that renarin changes everything
2: uh i think he did because that that was the whole reason why he could get Odium there in the first place mm-hmm. just because of yeah. the weak mm-hmm. spot and him being near down and Renarin. Because, like, yeah. if, if Odium, like, knew that that's what uh, Teravangin was planning, like, but it just would never have worked. So I think he did do that. That's exactly mm-hmm. what did happen, in a sense. Yeah,
1: and, like, Sjarnath only was in place due to Renarin, so... Mm. Yeah. Like, probably. So that allowed him to even get that plan in motion. Yeah. So, yeah, I so, do think that Renard like played a critical role in his plan. It, it,
2: it is subtle though, because it's like there's a scene, yeah. and then it's just like not used again. Mm. But I, I think it has to have mattered because otherwise, Odium wouldn't yeah. do any of this
0: crap. Yeah, I, I, I had thoughts about um, how t- smart Taravangian was. Okay, talking, he was he wasn't talking to Dalinar. He was talking to Seth and Seth is not really the most stable fellow. And, <laughs> no. and he's instead of relying on Dalinar's like honor and wanting to do things right now, he, he confides in Seth. I don't know. I just was a little confused well, about it.
1: I I think that Seth uh, thing is just like he, Doesn't really care about Seth. He just Mm -hmm. cares about getting Nightblood at that point. So uh, that was just the easiest way.
0: He's Dalinar's like right hand man now. Like, if he told Dalinar, then Dalinar would be like, "Okay, Seth, go do this."
3: Hmm.
0: I don't know. That was just my Hmm. confusion with this. This whole uh, these interludes is why. Why is he doing it in the way he's doing it?
3: Hmm.
2: Okay, yeah, that, that's, sure, that's fair, I think.
1: I think it, it just maybe was a, save, like, he sort of uh, relied on Seth being mm-hmm. this unhinged and, like, <laughs> each... It's tried. true! It, yeah. that, that
2: was a critical component of yeah. the plan!
1: You're <laughs> not wrong! He's been triggered by the and mm-hmm. so... Like, yeah. I don't think it would really have worked if you went through Delna. Like for one, Delna might have just said, No, I I'm not going to help you in any of like I'm not going to comply to these requests. Right. So I can give you a minimum com- comfort, but mm-hmm. stop manipulating crap hair yeah. Stop yeah. It.
0: Exactly. So, Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. And it it that's
2: an interesting point, Danielle, because because when we're seeing Teravangian, we are seeing him not knowing what his own plan is, right? So, mm-hmm, like, yeah. kind of, we're learning with Teravangian what smart Teravangian <laughs> was thinking, in a way, right? And, like, why? Yeah. So we never really get, a like, a smart Teravangian viewpoint as to why he's going with this plan as opposed to any number of other permutations
3: mm-hmm.
2: of his plans. So that, that's interesting. I know we're doing a lot of writing analysis here. I like it. It's fun. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we, we don't usually get to do this on shortcast that's so
1: fine like, <laughs> we talked about this on the actual television episode right. that probably are uh, like because towards the end the television um, increasingly seem to have emotional days yeah. rather mm-hmm. than intelligent ones so it's almost like, like it was plan- um, part of Cultivation's plan in a way that mm. at least it skewed more towards the, the emotional right. days and so on right. That also like enabled him to actually pick up the shirt due to like the raw emotional state mm-hmm. he was in.
2: Yes. So totally agree. The yeah. The capacity. The capacity <laughs> to save everyone needed the passion, needed the ability <laughs> to plan, yep. and like, wow. Cultivation sure did that. <laughs> Mission accomplished.
0: <laughs> yeah. She's a bit of a schemer, isn't she? <laughs>
3: A bit! A bit! <laughs> yeah. like, like, compared yeah, with yeah, Teruvanjian,
1: like, like, oh my she goodness. Them, like, she, yeah. she presumably still hasn't, like, played Lift, so... Yeah,
3: <laughs> but yeah.
1: That. yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. She, she's got so, so many weird plans that's, yeah. like, like, is Cultivation's plan with Dalnard done? Maybe even not, I don't know.
3: Yeah, It mm-hmm. seems was, pretty
2: yeah. done, because that was a big Oathbringer moment, but I don't know. We'll, mm-hmm. We
1: would need to see. So speaking of cultivation, what I actually liked there was when Taranchin was talking to Sharnat. They also like he brought up his cool, uh, um, boon and curse, and like Sharnat is even thinking about. Also, she's been playing this for way longer than even audio might um, have expected. Like, she talks about maybe the whole old magic might just have been a front for setting up these people. So, Mm, mm, I found that very interesting, like, that perspective from an unmade on cultivation. Right.
2: Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, that's interesting. God, there's a lot of Xanat, even though she's so in the background of this book, that's (laughs) like, oh, wow.
1: Like,
2: how well done is that? Really? Really
1: Yeah, it really has me excited for her, like,
3: just doing more probably, yeah. Ho- hopefully Yeah.
0: do we know what her like what her real goal is like is she nefarious is she like trying to take oh, over she's not. She's trying oh, to get of oh Okay.
2: Maybe? she seems I pretty genuine honestly, like yeah. in her viewpoint, like she she wants to enlighten Spren uh it's very interesting, but it does seem genuine. Like I don't think Jana mm-hmm. is going to betray, like her enlightened truth watchers. I don't think she'd ever yeah. do that, right? Uh, They're
1: almost most like a neutral fiction, Almost like that. She doesn't really like. She does talk uh, in her own interlude. She talks about like she. Does can't do too much, otherwise audium would limit her and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So she sort of wants independence from audium. Mm-hmm. But I don't she wants like to live her life. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she also doesn't necessarily want to like help the radiance as much. Like she does want just wants to do her own thing, I guess. Yeah. That's at least the impression I got.
2: It's very interesting. Um, like I, I'm so interested into how janat will interact with Teravangian right?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Like, how that relationship oh, will go? Like, mm-hmm. that, that's really the open question, right? Like, it would... Zanat didn't really like race that much. He's kind of an ass. Mm-hmm. Does Janot and Teravangian get along really well? Possibly! <laughs> Janot kind of helped Teravangian here, yeah. after yeah. all. Would Teravangian but- give Zanat a lot of favor in that respect, as Odium? Like, maybe, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I almost wonder if he will even, like, I don't know how feasible that is for him, but how uh, that he might even mask from her that he is now not, no longer race. I, if, I, like, I think they, I shall
2: not would know.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. You've been dealing with race for thousands of years, right? Yeah, tr- and so, like, like, with one simple sentence, uh, Hoyd knew what was up. So, like, yeah, I'm sure true. the uh, yeah. the unmade will, like, they would probably even know better because they could, like, sense, like, like, what? Uh, rhythms, yeah, right? Like, yeah. they, they yeah. would probably know pretty quick. So, it's very interesting. Yeah. To I'm so excited for book five. Like, what's that going <laughs> to even be like? Oh, my God. It's so crazy.
1: Now I just want to like actually see more view viewpoints. Mm, like yeah. still when he is a sh- like oh, because with wow. Hero that of would Ages be
2: insanely awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: with like Hero of Ages we had Sazet, um Ascend, but then the series was over, so we didn't get any mm-hmm. viewpoints from him. And like Era Two, it mm-hmm. wouldn't really fit anymore to have him. So yeah, viewpoint but, wise, yeah, yeah, Tarantin would actually like it would be really interesting to see him for one interact more with. Uh, Caravellium. Ever. Yes, conservation. And, uh, yep. Talk to uh, talk to her more, and like just see his view on like how he how over this relatively short time how much he maybe changes. Like yes, how quickly mm. that transformation yep. also
0: happens. Yeah, I so. would really like to see the interaction between the shard and the shard holder and how that mm-hmm. works. How they're affected yeah. by it.
2: Yeah, yeah, because. Yeah, like, like a few, like two or three Teravangian points of view, like, could be really cool. Uh, You know, you know what I think it'd be? It'd probably just be one. Because I don't think he'd be the interlude through line, but like, like one interlude in Mm -hmm. book five of Teravangian Mm -hmm. that's like not too long. But like, like that gets across the different relationship with the fused. And stuff, <laughs> and because we know as readers, oh, this is gonna go horrible. So it's not like it's a secret. Mm, like Brandon yeah. can give us an interlude, and like the main secret that mm. our characters don't know, we already know. So we can do that.
1: Yeah, it could be sort of like that one. I, I don't want to spoil like that one chapter and on shot.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. 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 So, yep yeah. Right, yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So, yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I think that that is very believable. I'm almost wondering who's going to be the interlude through line in uh, oh. <laughs> book five.
0: L, maybe,
1: <laughs> maybe
2: even ah, like
3: Isha or something. <laughs> that would be insane. That, that,
0: that would be really. <sighs> oh, don't say that.
1: <laughs> <Something>.
3: <laughs> I
2: almost think like it could be Moash. I don't know.
1: Could be, yeah,
2: because <laughs> like yeah. I could see that. Like I I don't know where Moash's character is going either, right? Mm-hmm. But okay,
1: hopefully I, to death. But
0: uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. blindness would be weird to read a perspective from. Hey, oh, we've seen but that, that would before, be right? really
1: yeah. With
2: powerful magic and odium on your yeah. side, you can do anything. Yeah, <laughs> you need. Um, but I just really want book five. Like, what is what is that? Like, it's so yeah. hard. Like, I know what. Our characters are gonna start to do, but like mm. how they're gonna do it, and oh, like our butts are gonna be it's clenched gonna be, so hard. It's gonna be like that show, <laughs> yes. that
0: show Twenty Four, yes. where each episode Seriously. is like an hour of Twenty Four. Like each episode is a day in the chapter. Like, like
2: he could, he could very well, like, he probably wouldn't do this, but like you could have like ten parts, and it's like day one,
3: mm-hmm. like do no. each of
2: that, like i'm sure he'll have so much fun with continuity doing that but uh so maybe he <laughs> won't do that just for that reason but
0: for, Kara. <laughs> for karen, for karen yeah. Break, yeah um
2: <laughs> yeah our butts are just going to be super clenched and like if we see yeah. a teravangian in her there's like oh no no oh my god, oh, my god. It's, it's- I- i'm stressed just thinking about it like that it's always very interesting getting villain POVs, right? But oh, the yeah, fact yeah. that yeah. we know more than our characters and we know something horrible's happening, mm-hmm. that that means you can let us in on the villain's plan a little bit more than you usually would. Because mm-hmm. it's not a surprise for us. And so then yeah. the instead the surprise is, oh no, how's this train gonna wreck? I know it's gonna wreck. <laughs> How though? <laughs> yikes yep it's gonna be fun i mean it will be really cool let's be honest
3: it will be yeah
2: so many people will die i think (laughs) um yeah oh speaking of character deaths do you think dalinar is gonna die book five let's 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 take a quick informal poll here
1: let's Mm. do it i'm going to say yes simply because i want to see a fused Dalinar.
2: Well, well, well no, I no, 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 Well, so are you counting Fused as Dalinar's character oh, okay. dying, okay. right? Because, mm-hmm. like, Dalinar okay, would still too. exist there, but he as a character yeah. would kind of die, so there's kind of a different thing there. Yeah. So, so, you want him to become a fused. That's what you're saying. Yes, I do. Which would <laughs> be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I don't think he will die, but he might fail.
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's either ascending to honor or becoming a <laughs> like yeah. th- th- but, those are those that's what's gonna happen right
1: i i like so yeah like i don't expect him to go to the beyond and i don't expect sure. him to stay as a normal human like mm. Yeah, something is going I,
0: to. Happen. I, I, I don't. I don't <laughs> well, think. That. Yeah, I don't see him staying as a normal human after yeah. this. Like this is no kind of ready. showing us like something big's going to. happen That's why we to need him.
2: Devani as the uh, the new Bondsmith because uh, down all will be doing other things, <laughs> rampaging across the Cosmere or something. Maybe
0: Devani will actually <laughs> learn her Bondsmithy powers. <laughs> yeah, maybe. She'll figure oh, out more than what they originally I feel originally
2: like knew. the the sibling. I don't know. It's just really interesting that all the bondsmiths Spren are just like. I mean, I could tell you things, but uh, I don't want it right mm-hmm. now.
0: I don't like that. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. As far as problems Stormlight has, I I feel like an issue is the Spren are just like, look, you'll know it when you know it. I'm like, why don't you just yeah. tell us? Oh my god. Ah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, or in the other hand, lift his tongue, like not letting <laughs> Wendell speak.
1: Right,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true.
1: At least for the Stormfather, I think Brandon, like sort of can explain it away. With, like, oh, it's technically like us Cognitive Shadow that knows this some of this stuff. And so he doesn't have direct access to it, only when he, yeah. you already basically know it, he can tell you like... But that's
3: still a little... There is some weird stuff know.
2: with the Stormfather. Oh, yeah. We we gotta explore that. We gotta explore the bondsmithing stuff. Oh, yeah. We gotta do that. Yeah. And it's just we don't have space in this book. I don't know how I we're mean, gonna have space to do anything in Book 5, because it seems like there's so much to do, but okay. Yeah,
1: we technically still have... Like, I don't, we don't have to have one, but we could still get a Night Nightwatcher bondsmith. That's also like how is that going to mm. play out. Like, they, if she is sort of there to Free yeah. move that, yes. Maybe back, yeah. it's, that's going to big half stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I feel like we're not going to be opening too many new doors. Like, definitely oh. some, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. I don't think we're going to get a Nightwatcher Bondsmith in book five. I don't think. Yeah, so. no, no, that's because like that, that would just take so much like, page that. time that we need to do on like yeah. so <laughs> many other things, right? Like, you need an entire like Navani like plot to like get yep. the night watcher
1: bondsmith up and running um mm-hmm. and i uh, sort of expected to like i don't think any of the current characters are likely candidates this i think the
2: only me. thing people have said is maybe lift but well, like I don't know. Mm, no no. Interesting. I don't you know. like that. Yeah, it could, it could, could be, be a but a dual spren bond, like bonded to two spren. I mean, granted or we're, we're
0: gonna,
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess we're gonna have Shallan bonded to two spren. But uh there's still mm-hmm. the Shalash Dustbringer thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I remember.
1: Uh, okay, now now that you said lift, I could sort of see her in break half like having matured a little and having that. Yeah, okay, dual yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Bond. I could see that, but current lift, no. no. Oh, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah,
3: yeah. I don't
2: think He's that's going to... Like, lift's the best bet, but, uh, man, lift 15 years older is going to... 10, 15 years older is going to be awesome.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> used That word used intentionally. um, For sure. <laughs> Are there any other interludes that we should touch on?
0: Yeah. Since we
1: just mentioned lift, I, we could... Briefly talk about hers. Like we t- touched on it about yeah. like Gareth and his uh, Avia. Yeah. What I f- found really neat is that apparently, like, Gift Roxanne is at least uh, seems to like her. Is a little infatuated mm-hmm. with her. I just found it neat detail. Hmm. But...
2: I-, I cannot keep Rock's kids straight, except Corey. So <laughs> I'm gonna be. Kory. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I do not know which ones which. <laughs> I don't know who is which gender? <laughs> I, have, I have no clue.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> I wonder how the the, the chickens are going to play into it like what are the AVR's abilities for,
2: for why, did da- why did Brandon put two fair chemists in this book <laughs> and yeah. another AVR what, yeah, was- like what is what is going on how is that like I don't know
0: we- like what does Murrays get from his AVR what's his AVR's name
3: I can't remember.
1: Do we know? I don't, I don't, know. don't think we have a oh, name. I thought we had a
0: name when he was like showing him off, when he was like getting the mole or something. No. Maybe not. Oh, I, I don't remember.
2: Understand. Um, I don't think so. But uh, but think either way, what
0: does he do for him?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. He he did display life sense. I think some people suggest that it might be just like the avia ability, but it could simply also just be mm-hmm. breath that he holds. So yeah, yeah.
2: there's so many moving pieces that i'm like i don't know how this is going to be relevant to anything ever (laughs) like i don't know i don't know um
0: but well i feel like the AVR are definitely an easter egg so maybe they won't play as big of a role because you have to have Mm -hmm. read this little novella Mm -hmm. like (laughs) in order to understand what this importance is i love
2: people going to the copper mine server i'm like that person's a fair chemist (laughs) i mean like yeah it's like, why is it an AVR? I'm like, think about it.
3: Think about it. It's, it's an AVR.
2: <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. Uh, it. it's it's just amusing the how the mm-hmm. difference uh that things can be because you know we we tend to pick apart every little <laughs> aspect, right? Yep. Um I like Cherry Cherry's interlude. Like I, I was wondering how Brandon was gonna <laughs> deal with the Donchard stuff and the yep. Cherry Cherry. Just Like, because it tells you nothing other than that, yeah. Uh, Cherry's is, is intelligent, uh, and name dropping Dawn Shard, that's about it.
1: Yep, but it's great, <laughs> I like it. likes oh, I, I really like the interlude. Like, when Brent said that we'll have a risen interlude, but it'll be different from us we were mm-hmm. think, thinking, like, is it going to be from one of the sleepless, uh, from oh, the sleepless perspective, something like that. That would have, have been, been kind of cool. I want but a sleepless Chiri Pete Chiri just, interlude in yeah. book
2: five. That'd be sweet. Oh. But like maybe because it's yeah. only been explored in novellas, it probably won't.
1: Yeah.
2: Hmm. See you. You oh. guys got Aiden. We could have had a sleepless interlude. I don't know how that'd be relevant to anything. Unless but... Aiden actually. <laughs> that would be good. I'd like that. <laughs> Aiden's a sleepless the whole time. I don't think he is. But I would take that. <laughs> what if the you world hopping conjure? goes to Roshar and and kills Aiden and then replaces Aiden.
3: Sure, why not?
2: Yeah. This, and, and then gets their their own Spread Bond. Easy. Yep. The 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 world hopping Chandra just lets you do all sorts of wacky conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> I like it.
0: I was actually a little surprised. So, no Dawnshard spoilers, but I was uh-huh. actually surprised because Edge Dancer really tied into Oathbringer, I feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Dawnshard didn't tie in as much to Rhythm of War as I thought it would. Yeah, not at all. I mean, like. I mean, just this interlude and not uh-huh. even that much.
1: The few references we got, like with stuff that happened on Amia, but mm-hmm. I yeah. actually kind of. Prefer this way, I think, because mm-hmm. it I think so too. like some people don't like they pro- won't know about the novellas or they yeah. aren't as interested in reading them and
0: are waiting for the print copy yeah. or, something.
1: <laughs> or the stuff like that. Yeah, so it's good that you can read. Like for Outlander, you didn't uh, ne- need Edge Dancer. Like it was good to have it, but you didn't absolutely need it. And uh, it definitely provided Daunchard. a lot
0: of context, though, yeah. For yeah, scenes, because yeah, if I hadn't read Edge Dancer before, then I would have been very confused about, yeah. Some yeah. Of this and so, I
1: actually prefer Dawn to not be as connected to mm-hmm. Rhythm of War for that reason, like mm-hmm. you can read Rhythm of War confidently without like having read Dawn So, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: yeah. It- it's it's nice that like you you like get that there is something there but like like you don't need to read donchard first i absolutely do not think you do mm-hmm. um you're you're not going to be spoiled for either of them really uh and it just makes me think like how's horneater going to connect like that that's going to be a total side quest like maybe even more so like mm-hmm. how are they even going to like take get word back to in the ten days, like probably not, right? Like that's, <laughs> like that. That's going to be like a total other side quest. That's just or like exploring it? different characters that aren't going to be in the. Mm-hmm. What
0: if it was happening like during the siege? Like is that actually happening during Rhythm of War? I
1: guess that's true. Yeah, probably would.
2: But,
0: like after after yeah. Rock shows up there, and
1: mm. I, I like if we did get a tease in Rhythm of War that there's an entire clan of Hornetos apparently in the Cognitive Realm. Mm-hmm. So I want to see yeah. that explored.
3: Yeah. So Weren't that actually, like Hornita could
1: serve. Yes. That too. Yeah. 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 So I could sur- see that serving really well to explore that a little more. Like, actually, I don't know. Half of the hornita culture actually is happening in the cocktail <laughs> or something <laughs> weird, like crazy like that.
3: I could it's crazy. that. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, see that that's why yeah. all everyone else is airsick because uh, in the cognitive realm you just magically get there. Is, is yeah. Easy. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting, but I I I I think probably Hornetor is going to be even more disconnected, which I am I'm, I'm cool yeah. with. That's like oh, hey yeah. other characters left if you want to know what happened, read this thing.
1: Cool. Mhm. Yeah. It sort of provides an outlet for Brent to sort of, as we talked earlier about these, um, like we would have liked to know more about Amaran or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. It's for these characters at least. It's a good vent for him sort of to, to get these stories out there right. because Brent does want to tell these stories. It's just like you can tell when he talks about them. It's just he does have to find a place for them, and the novellas are mm-hmm. a pretty good spot. Yeah, because there's, yeah. there's there's
2: a lot of characters. So, like, intentionally being like, yeah. Rock is going away now. It's like, okay, well, this is a novella setup. I, I know what's going yeah. on. <laughs> so, that's fine. Cool. Well, well, this, this is our last episode. Do you, do you have any <laughs> final Rhythm of War thoughts? It, do any of your Rhythm of War opinions change since we did this? I don't know. Final thoughts, some some wrap up stuff. I don't know.
1: I don't remember how I ranked Rhythm of Fire. I think it was pretty high up there. Like, but I think I had some caveats that made Oathbringer my favorite. But I think after these episodes, I kind of have to revise and say Rhythm of Fire is my actual favorite. Mm -hmm. Like, just all the discussion and talking. Like, I I missed some details while reading, and now I've notice some action that like these little touches just put it over the edge for me,
0: I think. So, yeah, yeah. well, I'm very new to doing these videos and things and (laughs) um, reading Rhythm of War in this way, very analytically and discussing it with people who know more than me was very very fun and enlightening and i think that that's a big reason why rhythm of war was my favorite
3: hmm,
0: and i would be very interested in going back and doing a reread with the same level of like analytical like note-taking <laughs> as what i did with rhythm of war to see how my opinions change of those books mm-hmm. but i really do appreciate the chance to do this with you guys. Yeah. I love it, and yeah. I look yeah. forward to it every week.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. so, it, so It's
2: it's your favorite, both of you, Rhythm yeah. of
0: War. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Mm. Yeah,
2: I don't know if it is for me, but certainly <laughs> it, it, it really goes to show the books are very well done in that you can read things much more casually, but if you mm-hmm. want to dig in, there is... A lot of depth on like a reread and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you can you can get more out of it. Um, I just like the ending of Oathbringer so much. Like I want, <laughs> like I, I don't want to. Yeah. Me. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like it's just like that that highest high that I can get with uh, Dalinar, uh swearing his ideal. Like it's 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 so awesome. But there's tons of mm-hmm. awesome in this book. Like I I really yeah, liked yeah. it and there's a lot that is cool to pick apart so it's nice to blab i like being on these uh and actually getting to talk that's nice uh <laughs> as opposed to uh in the, in the summer where where i didn't mm-hmm. just like i'm here how's it going it was and nice i've relinquished you- your hosting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey it's, it's not so bad it's not so bad uh but, but yeah, having done over 130 of Shardcasts, casts, it's like, all right, well, let's, let's go this way. Uh, pause in, there, there's a pause. All right, that means it's time for us to talk about something else. It's like,
1: no, no pauses. Let's, let's go. Um, but
2: oh, it's fun. It's fun.
1: Um, Definitely looking forward to hopefully doing these again. Yeah
2: yeah yeah because yeah. i mean they're they're clearly going to do the same long preview thing because they clearly mm-hmm. like the hype that it generates does generate a lot of hype uh i can't i don't think i would like to read a book that way personally me <laughs> like that's one chapter at a time i i'm a binge reader i want to read mm-hmm. and i want to not do anything else and i want
1: to mm-hmm. read yeah. all of it so i think for offspring and rhythm of war it was okay to read them this way I don't think it would work for every book. Yeah. Like
0: mm. with *Oathbringer*, like you had this. Or something.
1: Yeah, like for like the structure itself doesn't lend it's uh, lends itself well to it because they are not mm. dis, um, as distri- uh, distri- divided parts. into parts. Yeah, yeah. And um, also, like in *Oathbringer*, we had this. Uh, the uh, what's her name? Rush of fear climax at the yeah. end of part one, right? So, yeah, that was pretty pretty. That killer. in itself was pretty great, and like it had the hype turn to eleven for that's, the book. That's really so really cool. Yeah, that was really great. I was felt like like all this like part one of *Rhythm of Raw* really felt like as this climax. To the in-between book, mm-hmm. and so it also was okay to read in this manner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I couldn't have stand. Uh, I couldn't have stood like reading. I don't know, part two or whatever mm-hmm. in this manner. Like that would mm. not have worked. Yeah, 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 oh, so no way. That's yeah, too much to do.
0: This is actually my first time reading preview chapters for any of the books because oh, the other ones I just waited. <laughs> I I was like, I'm not going to read this. I'm going to read it when I'll come.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's why Grace isn't on this show. Like we we asked Grace mm-hmm. if she wanted to, and she's like. No, I want to wait for the full book, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and so that that's why we could have had race, but uh, yeah. she she had other stuff to do. Uh, <laughs> well, she
0: did she did the Silfrina um interlude she did, the yeah. video yep. with us. She did yeah, that. yeah,
2: yeah. That was that was fun. But, that was uh, great. We'll need to do other things. Uh, I'm I'm excited in like a year for us to do a Rhythm of War retrospective because. Uh, mm-hmm. It feels like this book hasn't like Oathbringer. There, there was definitely a lot of people who were like, "The book's slow. There's fluff," and like mm-hmm. ha- I feel like people picked in Oathbringer a little more than this book.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. Fandom seems a little calmer this time. I'm totally <laughs> fine with that. Um, I don't know. So it, it'll be interesting to see what we think about it later uh because yeah. i definitely yeah. should probably do a stormlight reread before book five because <laughs> i got that all in a row uh mm-hmm. yeah so
0: so you can find us at 17th thshardcom and you can discuss this huge book with us on our forums discord you can find us on facebook and twitter soundcloud youtube patreon
3: if you like and
0: our stuff. mm-hmm you can find outtakes and fun stuff on Patreon. Yes.
2: Great <laughs> yes. voice acting too. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it's I very, very mature. Thank you very, uh, very
0: much for joining us on our rhythm of previews and rhythm of Re- Re- reviews. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: this is really and fun. And we
0: will see you next time yep. on Shardcast.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll have some more videos. It'll be fun. <laughs> yep.
3: Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. <laughs>